Hey everybody, this week's episode of the R&R Show is brought to you by Fun Again Games. Ah, hello. Hi Welcome. there. Welcome. Hey stranger. Well, long time how, no see. How, how the heck are you? It's been a long time. Well, it's been like two weeks. It's It's been a lifetime. Okay, I haven't <laughs> had you in my life all this time. Yes, um, I missed you, my friend. <laughs> yes, it is, it is good to have you back. It's good to be back. Folks, we were actually planning on trying to do a live Gen Con thing while Ruel was out in Indianapolis last week, but the stars, unfortunately, did not align. Maybe next year we'll have yeah, a... Ma- man on the scene kind of situation yeah we we would love that we tried our best friends um but you know as rado said it just wasn't in the uh, stars this time but that's okay because we've got plenty to talk about today oh, i want to yeah. welcome everyone again welcome to the rnr show this is our weekly ri- live stream where rod and i talk about board games and more um today we've got another fun episode we're so happy that you could join us here want to shout out everyone in chat we've got chat and youtube Twitch, Facebook. I see my friends to live in Dyson LA. We see Monica, um, Felicitas, Ice X. Oh my gosh, so many people from around the world. Thank you, friends, as always. Yes, happy to have you here. We will do our okay. best to entertain, we- enlighten, and uh, engage you. Uh, yes, to the best of our abilities. Engage, those are all three yeah. words, I think. I just arbitrarily made that up with no preparation whatsoever because that's the hallmark of the R and R show. That's right. We we just go we fly by the seat of our pants here, folks, and hopefully it's not a train wreck. So far, so good. Um, yep. Why don't we jump into um, what everyone? I feel like everyone's always excited about this part. Well, actually, besides the peppy music intro, which I always <laughs> love, and I gotta let you know, folks, um, behind the scenes, someone may have been doing a little dance, perhaps. What 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 what, what are you talking about? This I'm not yeah, prepared uh, for. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I no, there's. I, I was just saying that. You know, behind the scenes, as we're getting ready to go live, I yes. I see that we're both of us are doing a little pep in our step as the music. Wait, can you plays. see me during that? While I we're can waiting? see you. I had no idea. <laughs> oh, geez! Thank gosh I wasn't picking my nose or something. Yeah, no, you weren't. I I would have <laughs> typed in our private chat. Uh, you may want to be careful what you're doing there. <laughs> but yes, we were of both. You doing can. This. I can see. Oh, I can see how you can see me. Right, right. But okay. I can't see you because you're the host of the show. Ah, okay. So, I, I don't know what you were doing, but Big oh, Brother's man. got my eye on our eye on you, my friend. So, <laughs> so, anyways, why don't? Okay, so now that that's out of the way, why don't we talk about giveaways, Rado? <laughs> yes, yes. Now that I've announced to everyone that I do, in fact, pick my nose, as do all of you. Don't deny <laughs> it. All, Come on, we all do. We're all human. <laughs> um, yeah, we are going to give away two games this week very very exciting uh one was from the last episode sponsor arcane wonders and it is a copy of furnace 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 which is on track as far as i'm concerned to be one of the best games of 2021 it's an absolutely phenomenal game we got over a thousand entries this uh week well our our highest one yet although um because Arcane Wonders only had the rights to ship this to Canada and uh, the United States. Our first one is for all the people who sent in their entries, uh, a a ton of them, and um, one lucky winner will be getting this. And after done with that, we'll move on to the second giveaway. But now I just have to find the wheel of names and push the button, Um, which I, oh, I forgot to share with sound. So there'll be no sound, but here we go. We can make the sound. Yeah, I can do the sound. Yep, there we go. And who will it be? So, one lucky winner. Bob Mills, congratulations. All right. And congratulations, Congrats, Bob. Bob, for me not accidentally sharing your email address <laughs> with the entire world. Hooray! <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous there just for a second, but you, you had assured me before we went live that everything was smooth. I triple so. checked it. Actually, nice. we've been dodging bullets the whole time because as I was checking it today, I noticed, oh, you know what? Most people's email address has their name and then their email address. Some people have their email address as their name. And at any time, we oh. could have been a public space. So now I've got an extra step I have to do an hour before the show. I have to go through and find all of those and then retype in. This is the person's actual name. So we oh don't. Um, yeah. So that's an important uh, step to always take. But that was our first one. Bye, Furnace. Awesome. It's not this one. I will not part with this copy, but you'll be getting your own, Bob. 
I'll contact you after the show. And now we are moving on to the second giveaway for the Solar Sphere Pledge. This was for everybody else in the world. And this is equally exciting, I think. A big, big bundle box with two player mats, two full games, Solar Storm and Solar Sphere, all the deluxe, uh, you know, upgrade version of the game and all that. But to do that, Wheel of Names is really a, a web page that's ideally suited for like 10 or 12 things. It cr- it dies when I try to uh, throw in hundreds and hundreds of names. So I didn't want to make everybody wait for that. So I now need to share a different screen. I'm going to stop sharing Wheel of Names. I'm going to start sharing the Name Picker Ninja, which oh, is our, our fallback. There we go. Cool. Share the Name Picker Ninja. Okay. You should be able to add this now, Ruel. It's it nowhere near as fancy and wait, just in time, somebody's calling me, and uh, it's my mom. I'm sorry, oh. mom. I'll call you in an hour. I'm so sorry. Sorry, mom. <laughs> All right. We're giving anyway. away games, mom. We'll be right back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the folks got to have their games, mom. Wow. Live show. Always something happens. All righty. So anyway, yes. a whole bunch of names from folks all over Europe. I say go. Good luck, everybody. Here we go. Here we go. Somebody big lucky winner. Boris! Boris! Boris Zinarek! Yay! Yay! No fireworks, unfortunately. But the ninja has spoken. Boris, I will be contacting you after the show as well. Bob and Boris, the B&B show. This All right. Day. All right. Well done. Welcome. Uh, congratulations, Bob and Boris. Um, we'll be reaching out to you real soon to get your games to you. And yes. Yes, indeed. Wow. Great. So, okay, we're That's, not done giving away games. No, now we have to prepare for the next week. And this is a very exciting one. Do, do you have it queued up? Um, I do not. And you forgot. I All totally right. forgot. Yeah. I will speak very slowly while yes. Ruel types in the URL. For the game we are giving away this week, it is an all-in pledge, which I know Ruel is going to be very jealous that he doesn't have a chance to win, for Portal Games's... It's... It's 11. It's 11. Yeah, 11. It's 11. Okay, yeah. The uh, football manager is. game from Portal Games is on GameFound right now. And in fact, it's only going to be on for, I think, another five days. So if you were thinking about backing, if you saw my run through and you're thinking, well, that sounded pretty cool, you don't have much of a shot left. But you do have a one in however many hundreds or thousands chance of winning it. Um, I can't stall any longer. Oh, here, here we go. Is. Yes. Okay. Woo. Push the button. Thank push you for the stalling. play button. It looks very pretty. Thank you for stalling. Um, yeah, of course, there you can is. watch my run through to get an idea for what the game is like, but it's really sharp. And as somebody who can't stand professional sports, I hate the professional sports. Uh, both my wife and I were really impressed by this. We thought it was a very, very cool game because it's less about the football or the soccer, depending on where you are. And it's more about actually the management, dealing with the board of directors making sure your employees are happy, getting the needs of all your players met. And several times over the course of the game, actually, uh, you know, taking a little bit of a gamble, using a little bit of a strategy, a little bit of luck to try to actually win matches. And it's really sharp. Actually, the run-through I've done is already a little out of date because they've added a bunch of new stuff. I think there's five different expansions that, they've, that they're that they releasing. Goalies are now a part of the game and uh, all kind of you know, campaign play. So if you are the winner of this one, you will be getting the super duper all-in pledge and we will announce that next week. And- nice. uh, I think that's all we have to say about that, other than uh, telling people how they actually win. Right. And uh, so just like all the other contests we've had, uh, we've run so far, folks, you're going to be, we're going to have a secret word sometime during the show today, Rado or myself, we're trying to trick each other or get one, slip one past the other uh, by saying the secret word. Um, And then when we, when one of us either recognizes or fails to recognize it, we will let you know. Pee Wee Herman style, psh, psh, pew, 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 the secret word's been revealed, and we will let you know. And then you will uh, type in that secret word and send it uh, in an email uh, to us, and um, we will get the uh, game, or that, that person will, you'll be entered to win a copy of Yes, exactly. Yep. Yes. So um, we will let you know when the moment comes up what the secret word is. We have decided ahead of time what it is. I. 
I have no idea how I'm going to casually work it into conversation. I worry yeah. I'm going to lose again because currently Ruel is the grand champion at this little game well, of tricking well, me. Barely, barely. We're close. It, it was like four to three or something like that. Or yep, it was yep, really yep. close. And you you've gotten me good a couple of times as well. So yes. this one this one's a tough word. I, I agree. This is gonna be a tough one to, to work into. Um, and actually, several people are guessing. I bet you the word is goal. That would have been a much smarter word. That would have been very easy to work. It, into it would have been super easy to do it's that. Not yeah. goal, folks. And that would have been the <laughs> obvious one to do. Also, Monica, it is not supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, even though the sound of it is something quite atrocious. But if you say it long enough, you always sound precocious. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Hums a little, hums a wow. lie. All right, right. Okay. Wow. Did you all see that? I, I hope someone, if someone's on watching Twitch, y'all need to clip that. Please clip it and share it. We'd, I'd love to see a replay of that. Uh, I want to do shout out a bunch of our friends on Twitch. Amanda Panda is there. Duchess is there. Thank you, friends. Also, uh, Stacey Everdale as well. Hello, hello, and welcome. Hey, everybody. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yes. So we've got the contest ready. We are on to the big and the biggest and baddest part of the show, the top 10 that we're yes. doing today. Um, let's jump right into it. Rado, would you like to introduce our subject for today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so every week we do a top 10. This is our first repeat top 10, I believe, mm-hmm. where we've revisited because this was very popular. People really liked it. And since the sponsor of our show is Fun Again Games, it just makes sense. Here's what Ruel and I were doing over the last 24 hours. Going to funagain.com, which is a great online board game retailer. And looking through their new releases and their liquidation section, trying to find the games that really spoke to us. That if we were putting our money on the table, these are the ones we would buy. I've got five. Ruel has five. And we are going to count them down. Um, I have no idea. I have a rough idea, I think, of what Ruel is going for. Um, But we will see. We will see. I know he saw some very cool stuff at Gen Con. So I think uh, that might have... uh, uh, you know, influenced him in some ways, and I've got, I've got some, I've got some new, I've got some old. I'm really excited to talk about them. But before I do, the folks at Fun Again Game wanted me to point out that right now they are running a special for anybody who buys um, eighty dollars worth of merchandise. I believe the number is eighty. They yep. will throw in a free copy of Amon Ray, the card game. Which is fantastic. Yeah. Um, if you didn't see us doing this last time, I believe Amon Ray Card Game was your number one pick, right? It was. Yeah, it's the good doctor, Reiner uh, Kenizia. Um, yep. It's the card game version of Amon Ray. I'm a huge Kenizia fan. I know there's a lot of you out there as well. So, I mean, what a great way to, you know, get one of uh, one of his games for free. Just spend $80 uh, on at Fun Again, and then you will get a new, brand new copy of Amon Ray, the card game. Yes, which it is a fantastic game. As I mentioned last time, it's one I carried with me all the way back from Malta to America because I think it's Mm -hmm. so good. But I also think these ones are good too. So are you ready? Uh, Do we have any outstanding issues, any problems in the chat? Uh, It doesn't look like I'm a little res. I did reboot my router and my PC this morning to make sure things wouldn't go astray. Then yeah, um, I, I think we're good. I yeah, uh, Kabuki kids in the house, so I think we're we're we are all set to go now. Okay, um, welcome Kabuki. Kabuki. Yes, welcome to the party, pal. Let's get yeah. going with my number ten. So you're bringing up the website. You have no idea. I'm just going to tell you. You're going to type in my number ten uh, thing that I would put my money on the table today at Funding and Games would be uh, Marvel Champions Mad Titan Shadow. I and. Yeah, really, that should be no surprise. Uh, I mean, there it is right there on my wall. Uh, I love Marvel Champions so much. I've kind of fallen behind. I've missed Nebula. I've, I haven't picked up uh, Mad Titan Shadow yet. Marvel Champions Titan. I think you said Titan. There's no Titan. Oh, There's, no okay. Titan. There's no Man Titan. There's um, no Titan. So this is their th- Four, their third big box expansion where they add two new heroes, five new villains. It is the culmination of the little story, I guess, that they've been telling throughout, you know, this whole first, was it two years now of Marvel Champions we've had? Kind of like how the Marvel Cinematic Universe ultimately made it to Endgame. Mad Titan yes. Shadow is what everything's been building to right now. The new heroes are um, uh, Spectrum, who, of course, I shouldn't spoil anything about... Uh, 
uh, about WandaVision just in case. So, although I just spoiled something ah. about WandaVision right there. And, um, and Adam <laughs> Warlock, uh, they both sound very, very cool and different. Of course, you'll be going up against Thanos and you know some of Thanos' children and actually some surprise villains as well, which I would not want to spoil. I'm kind of bummed that I already know uh, kind of what the storyline is, but I'm really excited because I just love me some Marvel champions and yes. the newest box is available from Fun Again. Awesome. So that's my number 10. Uh, as far as I, I, you know, I had a feeling uh, Marvel Champions would make it on here, and so yes. I'm glad to see it here. Yep, I yep. know you're a huge fan of it. Uh, do you and Jen play often, or do you play more solo these days? I, sadly, I am the saddest solo superhero around. <laughs> I love the game so much. Every time I get new stuff in, I just sit down all day and play when I get one of these boxes. Um, Jen will occasionally play. She doesn't have quite the same love for the game as I do. and. No. If I were to complain about anything about Marvel Champions, as it goes on, it's getting bigger and more complex. The original base right. game was, you know, considering everything it did, it was so streamlined compared to like Lord of the Rings or Arkham Horror, the card game, you know, other living card games from Fantasy Flight Games. It's starting to get a big top heavy now. I'll be the first to admit okay. it. And I think Jen's starting to check out a little bit, but that's okay uh, because, I mean, I, I was just looking up the other day. What are the most popular solo games out there? Marvel Champions. It, you know, it, it crushes everything else. Everybody's playing it solo, including yeah. me. So I cannot wait. Uh, yeah, I, I hear. I hear nothing but good things about this. I play. I've only played it multiplayer, but um, I do have a copy of the base game that I want to start soloing because I know a lot of people that love soloing this game. Oh, so. you should. You totally should. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's some good Twitch content for folks yes. who don't know. You can find Ruel several days of the week at Twitch.com/RuelGaviola, and maybe he'll be streaming some uh, superhero goodness soon. Awesome. Thank you, Rado. And I want to thank Amanda Panda for clipping your super supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Oh, no, really? Yeah. That's on that's on Twitch now. Thank you, Amanda, for doing that. Let's move on. My number nine. Uh, so that was number ten. My number nine is a game that came out uh, last year, or was it uh, twenty? Oh my gosh, what year is it? Twenty twenty one. It came out last year, I believe. Yeah. Um, and actually, I'm going to go to the front page of Fun Again because if you go to the front page, look, it's on sale right now. The search oh, for Planet. I saw X. this. That they're yes. yeah. That they, they put this on a big drop. Yeah. yeah. That, Sixteen at bucks that off price, of a five dollar game. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty-six percent savings. That is going to be better than most places you could find this. Uh, that's yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I'll let you talk. It's yours. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, search for Planet X. Uh, this is a deduction game. It's a science-based game, and it's really cool because the designers actually, you know, looked at the science and they did their research and uh, they based their game on the search for the missing planet, right? And yeah. what you're going to do in the game, you're using your deduction skills. And now me personally, I'm terrible at deduction games. Like if I was ever like, you know, Sherlock Holmes or whatever, all the, you know, baddies would get away with no problems. I, I, <laughs> I stick it. But I love this game, even though it's not my jam, like deduction is not really my favorite mechanism. This game does it so well. Um, and it's really the theme is so baked into it. Like you're literally, you know, trying to find the different clues as um, to where, OK, this sector, of the universe or galaxy, you can see comets. Uh, this one has, you know, other uh, uh, celestial bodies. And you're trying to figure out where that elusive planet X is. And as you're going around, each player is contributing information. You're helping each other somewhat. But then you have your own like little clues that you can pick up. And then when uh, the, the when the board gets to a certain track you do this peer review, right? You actually go to a conference and you're going to share yeah. a little bit more information. And just like in the real science world, it's a peer review. So everyone has uh, um, access to the information. Oh, it's so good. And, you know, we were just talking about solo games and how much we love uh, Marvel Champions or you love Marvel Champions. I love Search for Planet X as a solo game. It is I can totally see that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it kind of has sort of a mastermind vibe is what the gameplay yep. is. Absolutely. But, um, but imagine, I mean, now here's one thing that for some people I think is a little controversial. When I played the prototype of it, it required an app. Is that still the case? That is still the case. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, the app and it's really well integrated, but it, yes. you do need the app. And that's what makes it easy to solo. You know, as long as you have the app, you're good. And yeah. it also well, and makes that's it why it's, it's a mastermind style game where one person yeah. doesn't have to be the mastermind and just sit there for an hour doing nothing. It's right? just the app that does that job of telling you, well, your, your guess was close. Here's a little bit of information so you can make more informed decisions. It's, that's right. it's so brilliant and a great presentation. I mean, I, and I think you nailed it. The, the thematic, I mean, you feel like you are dealing with the stuff that astronomers deal with. You feel yep. like you're doing simplified versions of the thought processes they go through in their actual jobs. It's an incredible yeah. title. 
It, it really is. And for those of you, um, you know, as we still continue to practice uh, safe phys- physical distancing and so forth, it's another game that plays really well over Zoom or Skype. You know, as long as mm. everyone has the app, you know, we've I've done it several times uh, over Zoom and it, it always works really, really well. That's my number nine, the search for Planet X. Now on sale at Fun Again Games. Indeed, yes. Uh, excellent number nine. Well, my Thank number you. eight is... Uh, Man, this just speaks deep to my soul uh, because of what got me started in uh, modern board gamedom. It's what it basically pandemic changed my life, and so Pandemic Hot Zone Europe is available now, and ah. I want it. I want it, my precious, so bad. I have played the previous one, Pandemic Hot Zone North America, and yeah. it was okay. I mean, basically, these hot zones are, are really simplified, like 10, 15 minute long uh, versions of the pandemic gameplay formula, and honestly. If, if I were to take it on, no, I mean, I think I'd rather probably play a regular Pandemic. But what's interesting about these things is the two games combined, Europe and North America can combine to become a completely new way to play Pandemic, where one player is, or, or I guess one or more players, are handling the North America map while the other players are handling the European map. And there's yeah. overlap that can happen between the two maps. Players control multiple characters because we have teams that we are um, dealing with, which kind of emulates the uh, solo mode from uh pandemic rise of rome which right. if you recall i mentioned on a top 10 a few weeks ago so taking some of those ideas putting them in a regular pandemic but i just love the idea of there i mean i've got my portion of the world i'm responsible for you're responsible for yours i want to see how these two things come together i've got one half i've got my north america but i need my hot zone europe to complete yes. the pair which is why it is my number eight that i would have to pick up you are you're going to love it. I was very fortunate. I got to do a live stream of it a few months ago with Michelle and I. And now Michelle's not the biggest fan of Pandemic, but she loves the Hot Zone games because they're a little more condensed and streamlined. Okay. Yeah, so I, I I was really happy about that. They add that new one little new card within the events, right? I forget what it's called, but it's not an event, but it's another yeah. like it's a green card or whatever. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really interesting that you could combine the two maps and what you know players are um, responsible for different sides. And I think have it's, you done that? It, have you combined the two games? Not yet, and that's actually ah, yeah. You have them and you haven't. I know done we it. have to do it. We have to do it. <laughs> um, one thing I, I I really like this trend, and I, I I hope to see this more. Like we had Ticket to Ride streamlined down to like Ticket oh, yeah. to Ride New York, and now we have Pandemic streamlined down to this hot zone. I want to see more games do this because this is another great way to get more games and more um, new players, right? Yeah. I mean, if you, if I say Pandemic Hot Zone versus like the uh, um, the base game Pandemic, you know, it's half the time, and it's mm-hmm. a, it's a little. I feel like it's a little more accessible. Um, I'd love to see more publishers do this. We got Ticket to Ride Pandemic. I mean, come on, folks. Fantasy yeah, Flight Games. I want to see Twilight Imperium, the small, like, 30-minute version. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah, mini, mini TI. I mean, for years we've had, oh, look, here's these big games. Let's turn them into dice games or let's turn them into card games. Right. This is a new and different thing. Let's just turn them into mini board games and just have bite-sized morsels that just encapsulate what makes them so great. And so, yeah, I mean, I've, I've always been a big fan, and I, I, it's driving me nuts. I have not played it. It's driving me nuts that you could be doing it. And honestly, you took me on a bit of a roller coaster ride there because you were saying, oh, I don't know if Michelle likes pandemic. Like, oh no, am I falling out of love with Michelle? But she likes this. Like, okay, <laughs> I can love Michelle. She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's funny because uh, she she loves the theme of pandemic. Uh, let me tell you, she loves that type of theme. Any kind of like, anytime that uh, has to do something with like a health or medical industry or something like that, Michelle's all, all about it. But for whatever reason, pandemic and pandemic legacy didn't grab her, but pandemic hot zone did. And she was really into it. So I'm happy to see that. Um, out there, and I'm glad to see it on your list. That was your number eight. That was my number eight. So we're moving on. We're to your moving on seven. to my number seven, uh, friends. Again, thank you for joining us. This is the R and R show. We're talking about the top ten games we'd buy right now, uh, sponsored yep. by Fun Again Games. My number seven, and I just spoke about this recently uh, because okay. I am all about this. It is the Night Cage. Oh, yes, I saw. I I knew you were going to put this on your list. Seeing as how this made your, I mean, I think it was your most anticipated, one of your most anticipated for Gen Con. And then you turn right around and here it is. Yeah. Yeah, There it is. Yeah. Again, I I just, I love this fact that uh, you are, it's a cooperative game and it's got this really cool mechanism of, it's tile lane, but then you're flipping over tiles. But with the candlelight mechanism, you're going to flip some of those tiles over depending on, you know, where you are. You will not be able to see, you know, certain parts. And I, I just think it's the perfect game for this time of year because we're coming up on Halloween season, and this seems like it'll be really creepy, and I cannot wait to play it. By the way, I at, speaking of Gen Con, I got to talk to Kurt from the president of uh, Smirk and Laughter, or Smirk and Dagger, okay. um, and he, he gave me a quick uh, overview of this and another game that you were, um, I don't know if it's on your list, but uh, The Spill, 
I got to actually see it in person. Oh, I know how much mm. you raved about it. Yeah, he led me through a couple of turns, and I was like mind blown. I was like, I want. Why are you film. rubbing salt into my wounds? What? What, <laughs> what have I ever done to you? I bring you on my channel, and this is how a you pay me. Just <laughs> hey, yeah, I actually own Pandemic Hot Zone, both of them, and, I, and we don't actually do the thing you want to do. Hey, yeah, I just actually physically touched the thing that you've mentioned in three episodes of our show so far. <laughs> Everything you love is old news to me. Oh my uh, gosh! Yes. Gabriola, 2021. Right, right. Yeah, uh, just call me Mr. Salty from now on. There um, you go. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the Night Cage. I mean, again, look, it's on sale. You're going to save 18 percent here on. So Friday you saw Cage. it in person. Is I, I mean, did. you were one of the reasons you were excited was because of the production because it had really cool looking miniatures and all that. Yeah. I mean, is it cool? It is amazing. It, all it, right, they they rocked it. Yeah, they're they're doing some good stuff over there. And this game, folks, lives up to the well. I've not played it yet, but I mean, just from component standpoint, art standpoint. Every other standpoint is up the gameplay. It lives up to the hype. And this one, another one that plays solo as well. So if Michelle's not into it, I'm definitely playing it solo. But I might have to. Oh, I bet. Def- yep. Yeah, I'll have to keep all the lights on in the house uh, to uh, play this one because I- I'm a scaredy cat. But that is my <laughs> number seven, the Night Cage from Smirk and Laughter Games, also known as Smirk and Dagger Games. Uh, that's my number seven. All right. Excellent. All right. Well, my number six is my big ticket item. I don't know if you have any. Last time we both had a big ticket item, coincidentally. I've got yep. one that um, is spendy, but I think it's worth it. It is uh, Yido or Edo, the deluxe oh. edition, Y-E-D-O. Yes. Yep. There you go. I, the, the Super I Bundle, the deluxe this. master set bundle. Oh, my gosh. Yido, uh, for folks who don't know, I think if I recall correctly, it came out in 2012, uh, published by... Oh, who was it originally? I want to say Quint Games. No, that's not right. Anyway, though, um, recently, within the last few years, Board and Dice Games picked it up, did a complete and total revamp of it, um, you know, deluxified the heck out of it, silkscreen meeples, tons of additional content, uh, a solo and a cooperative mode. So much has been added to this game now since I played it back in 2012. And back in 2012, I thought it was a definitely ahead of the curve worker placement game. Um, it originally had the misfortune of coming out a few months after Lords of Waterdeep, and everybody was like, oh, Gaga for Lords of Waterdeep, and everybody said, oh, this is a Lords of Waterdeep knockoff, and I'm like, no, this is a Lords of Waterdeep killer, because it was a big, rich, heavy game with tons of stuff going on. It is a worker placement game where you're trying to get the right resources to be able to complete missions to score points, so there were some similarities, but this game is really its own beast, and, um, like, I mean, a worker placement where after all the workers are done, there's a night watchman who walks around, so you have to be really careful that your workers will literally be absconded um, by the game you have to worry about that there's a very cool auction system and i mean i so i've not played this game for gosh probably over half a decade and i really want to try a cooperative uh, also tons of tweaks the original Yido. some people complained that it was a little bit too harsh and punishing to players there's a lot of stuff you can do now i mean it's it's basically had a decade's worth of refinement added to it and the interesting thing is um the reason this is on my list is because this was um, not a Kickstarter exclusive. It was Kickstarter limited. If you go back, I looked at the Kickstarter page when this was on and said, look, this is a game that we are not going to ever put into retail channels. The only way you're going to be able to get this is from us through Kickstarters or if retailers got the Kickstarter bundle and fun again did. So this is one of the few ways in the world you can get this game right now. And this game is absolutely phenomenal. If you don't mind my old shaky cam, go watch my original run through from you know one of my very early videos I did. It's gorgeous. It's deep. It's heavy. It's got tons of extra stuff you can throw in. It's just brilliantly done. My number six, the Yido Deluxe Master Set Bundle. I'm I'm like salivating here. I've never yes. played Yido, and I do I do remember seeing some playthroughs of this for years. And I know at least two of my friends have gotten this exact deluxe master set. So I'm I'm salivating, want to play this. It, it just it seems like it's it, it's my type of game. I, I love work replacement. Um, and yeah, I mean this thing looks amazing. It's it just wow crazy yeah so that's your big ticket item. I'm, I'm gonna spoil alert i did not do a big ticket item this show okay oh yeah you, you kept it yeah this was yeah, my one everything th- else that i was talking about were were, were, were were modest little games but i yeah i, I can't tell you how much i want to play this game again i mean and the uh developers wolf uh plank and i i'm they, they've had some real ups and downs in the industry. The industry has not always been kind to them. They've always had bad timing with their game. They always had great yeah. designs that were just came out at the worst possible time. And this is like, finally, after plucking away for so long, they've had a big hit. This was a monster success on Kickstarter with good reason because it's a brilliant, brilliant worker placement game with a lot nice. of really cool elements. 
Yeah. And this was actually, this was going to be on my list, but I, at the last oh, second, okay. I, I but you, you decided to, uh, uh, yeah. 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 To so exercise cool, cool, cool. some small restraint. Yes. Right, right. <laughs> All right. So we're about, we're going to go to my number five. So we're about halfway through. For those of you watching live um, at the end of towards after our list, we are going to be taking some Q&A. So think of those questions. Don't yeah. type them yet. Just save them for uh, in a few minutes. We're going to ask you. And, but we'll Ask be him about Gen Con. That's all I was doing before we started filming. Yeah. Let, let's talk Gen Con and uh, see if I can pour a little more salt into Richard's <laughs> wounds here. There's plenty to go around. Yes. Somebody I dubbed you earlier in the chat, Salty Ruel. I don't know if that's going to stick, but I kind of like nice. it. Nice. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Okay, my number five. Um, this game, you we actually we both talked about this one, and yeah. I was really hyped about this. I actually got to play it recently. Oh, I, okay. Yes. Not at I the was, show, though. Oh, um, I'm sorry. At the show or I got to oh, okay, so uh for those of you that don't know, so I was at Gen Con last week, but the previous right. week, I, I've been on the road for 10 days straight. I went to St. Louis for say uh Stonemeyer Design Day as well. Wow. Which was an awesome event. I, I'm not. I'll talk about that later. But at that event was uh, Dwayne and Alicia from Blackboard Gaming, a YouTube channel. And Dwayne had just recently reviewed Dive, and he brought it to the Design Day and taught it, and we played it. And <clears throat> with me, it was an instant hit. I know this is going to be a hit with Michelle, Lauren, all my friends. Uh, Dive, you're literally just you're using these transparencies on top of each other, and you're trying to find out where the shark and the turtles and all the other sea creatures are and you're it's like this really interesting bidding system where okay if i think it's here i'm going to put uh, you know my bid on on this one here like if it's one level down or two level downs if you get hit by the shark you don't win you don't get anything but if you correctly bid on where the sea turtles are they get they give you various points and you do it for a few rounds and the most points wins it is so clever and I can't think of any other game that uses the transparencies in this way, right? So you have like, you yeah. know, Mystic Veil or like, um, oh, what's that other one? Looney Quest uses uh, transparencies where you write on erasable markers. But Dive actually puts those transparencies on top of each other. And you're trying to find out where everything is and you bid on where they are. It's about a 30-minute game, perfect for families. It's really interesting using your depth perception. You're literally looking at these things and trying to find them. So that is Dive. Um, it, you save a couple of bucks right now if you get on Fun Again Games. Love, love, love this game. Um, it is one of my favorites I've played uh, this year for sure. So that yeah. is Dive. Well, apparently it's loved so much that Dwayne just carries it with him everywhere he goes. Oh, oh yes, that's right. He oh. said, "Hey, look what I have." So, yep. um, highly recommend it, friends. Um, so uh, check it out. And uh, Monica actually talks about uh, transparent cards. Yeah, Canvas is another one which yes. I also recently played. Canvas uh, does that as well a in a different way. I think Dive does it in the most unique. Yeah, way. well, it's, it's it, the interesting thing about Dive is the transparents are not cards; it's the board. Mm -hmm. It's a transparent board, and you are yes. literally trying to look through the levels of transparency to guess how deep is that treasure, how deep uh, how deep is that shark. Really cool. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, my number five. Let's move on now to your number four. Okay. My number four. Um, I am now moving over into the liquidation section because there are so many great games. And this is one that almost made my list last time. In fact, it's right there on the screen. It's their number two bestseller, The Golden Ages. Oh, I don't know if you played this. This is another one that came out many, many years ago. It was originally from this. Oh, this is the one that was from Quinn Games, but then it got picked up and reprinted by Stronghold. Looks like they've got the Stronghold version at Fun Again. Okay. And this is a great, great, great civilization game. Um, you know, this kind of feels like it's in the same realm as a tapestry type thing, in that you know, its core pitch is you've got a simple, streamlined uh civilization game with all the depth. All of the complex elements that work back and forth together, but uh, plays in a quarter of the time of a through the ages or, you know, a nations okay. or something like that, but really captures all of those elements. And I really was super impressed by it when I covered it all those years ago. Now, um, I, I one moment, I know at one point it actually got a uh, uh, expansion, which, which I've never actually played, but sadly, I no longer have the game. Um, I didn't keep it because you know me, I'm a Care Bear, Jim, my wife's a Care Bear, and it had a little bit of take yeah. that, just a little bit of, hey, if I want to, I could move my troops in and destroy the city you built over there on that continent you've got. And it was a, a transfer of points. It was minor. Most people point out it's not that big a deal. But at the time, 
I was like, okay, I've got too many games. The thing is, it would have made my top 10 of that year. I think it was the 2015. I think it would have been in my top 10 of 2015. I left it off. And honestly, I have regretted this ever since. I so Ah. want to play it. The thing that's so cool, that really sets it apart from its contemporaries, like Tapestry or all the other ones, is the Golden Ages themselves. Uh, If you've ever played Trois, Yes. Yes. You know how in Trois, there's almost a race to be the first to quit in a round. Because if you do, then if everybody else keeps playing, you just rake in the money. They do yep. that here, and it's huge. This is a game that's incredibly tight, very penny-pinchy. Um, so if you can get out fast, you're making two bucks every round. Um, but everybody else feels, I must keep going because there are so many cool combos I can do. Also, if you're the first to go out, you get to pick what that Golden Age's reward is. You get to pick at the end of that round what everybody scores points on. So there's this incredible tension, um, more so than I've seen. in um, you know, th- This is, a fair, for the most part, a live-and-let-live Civ game, but but the interaction comes between, well, okay, if I go out first, not only are I think you're going to go for another three rounds, I'm going to make six bucks off of this, but I will get to pick and choose the, um, you know, that we will get judged on this golden age card, which scores me something and you nothing. But then you know it, and then, oh, you can keep playing, making me money while you try to maneuver so that you could get some points off of that as well. It's really cool. I highly recommend it. Uh, my uh, number four, or yeah, that was number four, golden yep. ages. Yeah, and I mean, look at that price, $14.99. That is That's ridiculous. 75% off. I mean, that is a steal. Wow. They are giving it away. I mean, I can see why it is in their, you know, their best-selling. Because, I, mean, I mean, this is not just me. This was widely regarded as a really, really good game at the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the fact that, uh, you know, you, you pitched it like a, um, uh, a smaller oh, version. Let's stop. Let's stop. Oh, darn it! And now, but, uh, but here's the deal. I win. I said pitch like five minutes ago man oh no <laughs> when did you say it i said at the beginning folks the secret word is pitch it's you pitch, know, folks. Like, like a pitch the the, the the footballers play on it's pitch um <laughs> when did, i when did started you say, my I totally description of this i specifically said the pitch of this game is oh well done well done sir well done oh yep, there yep, it is yep, folks yep. The secret word is pitch. Send that secret uh, secret word in the subject to contest at rado.com. You'll be entered to uh, win a copy of the game that we're giving away, which is, I totally forgot, it is uh, 11. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. We're uh, from Bortle Games 11, the football manager game. Yep. So, oh, so your email to contest at rado.com um, or contests, caps, lowercase, doesn't matter, in the subject or you know, in, in, the, in the thing, the word pitch as the subject. Anything else you want to do? Jen loves seeing pictures of dogs. I'm just throwing it out there. And um, and you hopefully can win because it is a very sharp game. And today, and unlike Ruel, who is the loser. Yes, I am the loser today. Well done. So we are and even, all even. You friends. thought you'd won because you found a way to put it in. I know. I was like, so food. excited. <laughs> where was it? Where were, I, was, I was there five minutes ago, man. <laughs> You know, just just to be fair, we had uh, Amanda uh, clip the super color fragilistic XP I can't even say it, of yours. Go ahead and clip that of uh, myself getting burned on the pitch <laughs> by uh, Rado. So the fa- just to be fair, uh, so friends, again, last final call. Uh, that's it. I, we're not going to talk about it anymore. Type in yes. pitch uh, into the subject contest at Rado.com. You'll be entered to win your copy of Eleven. All and, right. Oh, just to verify, is that worldwide, Rado? Yes, uh, as I understand, yeah, Portal uh, confirmed. Unlike last week's where we had to do the two because Arcane Wonders, uh, yeah, this will be worldwide anywhere. Um, The game actually comes in several different languages too. So I believe you'll act, you know, you might be able to, uh, you know, choose a a non English version as well. I'm pretty sure Ignacy said something about that in the email when he said, yeah, let's do it. And again, for folks who are interested, uh, five days left to back it on GameFound. Not on Kickstarter, but on GameFound, if you're interested in the game. It's a very cool game. Like I said, it, to me, it's the heir apparent of Portal's Pret-a-Porter. Uh, mm. And it's a great business simulation with a very unusual theme for board games. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I, I'm, I'm still a little... Uh, I'm, I, I'm straight shook, as the kids would say. That that was a good one. But you, yep. you, you did, nice. did really well. Oh, yay me. Yeah, yay, yay. I'm Rado. the comeback okay. kid. All right. <laughs> I am uh okay, let's uh, I'm I'm shaking it off now. I'm going to get back into the thing here. That was your, your number, number Yeah, uh, that's that my was your number three. What's your number 3? Uh okay, this is my number 3. This one I'm let me go to the site here. This one I'm I picked this one based on the designers alone. I saw the okay. designers and I'm like boom, that's on my list. It is Great Plains. 
Yes, um, this is a pretty little game. Yes. Oh my gosh, this is. I, yeah, there's not much pictures of it on Fun Again, but um, right. uh, it, it, but, it, it is lovely looking. Yes, and the designers are, let me get the names up, uh, Trevor yes, yes. Benjamin and Brett J. Gilbert. They were the geniuses behind Mandala. That mm-hmm. game is so good mm-hmm. at two players. And I saw, oh my gosh, the same design team, another two-player game, Great Plains. It's a area majority uh, type game. Oh my gosh. Uh, I'm just assuming that, you know, with how brilliant they did Mandala. This is going to uh, continue oh, yeah. that line of two player games. Um, it's an uh, abstract strategy, your um, prehistoric uh, building. Um, I think it's habitats, and um, you have your little uh, critter, critters here. Um, you, you can see here, you know, you place them on the hexagon board, and you're going to uh, try to get majorities. And yeah. um, that's, that, there's not too much information on it, but again, well, actually, just there on is. the basic design... Geek, you could read oh, the rule, which I have yeah, done. Yeah. Because I oh, seriously okay. considered this one. It's um, yeah, it, it's kind of got maybe sort of a through the desert sort of vibe, right? Because you're trying to get, you know, like I said, it's an area control thing. You're trying to get your little pieces out, um, and you know, you're you're basically kind of snaking them around. You once you put one out, you're extending them out. But when you land on certain spots, you can get animal spirits. Uh, that right. let you oh, different right. things, yes. like let you skip around or push the other player out of the way. So the, mm-hmm. oh yeah, you thought this was your meadow? Nope, uh, I'm using the bear spirit to push you out. You're over there in a mountain now. Too bad for you. Um, yeah, it kind of, I, I, I got kind of a through the desert meets kingdom builder vibe with this. Okay, okay. Um, well, although still being its own completely unique thing. And yeah. I mean, I, I cannot agree with you enough that Mandala for the previous game from these two designers, that was in my top 10 of last year. It is such okay. a brilliant, brilliant game. And so I expect yeah. this to be absolutely brilliant too. And wonderful yeah. table presence as a, as a cool little two player battle of wits kind of thing. Right. And I remember you talking about Mandala last year and then one of my, a friend of mine, my buddy Daryl got it and we played it and I was like, Oh my gosh, it is one of the best two player games out there. Like, Easily in my top 10 of two-player games um, of all time. So Yeah, oh, uh, as look, it should be, as it should be. And, it should I be. mean, and this is Publisher Lookout. I mean, Lookout is known. I mean, you know, they've been doing the two-player th- They've been carrying the two-player torch for decades. Um, yes. You know, yes, And so, yeah, I mean, you know, they they, they own this as uh, somebody just pointed that out. That, yeah, don't forget this, Lookout. I mean, yeah, Ashley. Yep. Well, good call, Ashley. A Lookout two-player, sold. Yeah. Good yep. call. All right. <laughs> nice. So that's my number three of uh, Great Plains. And let's move on to your number two, my friend. My number two is, again, in the liquidation section. And um, I, t- I f- this would have made it last time. I just didn't see it. Um, I don't know if it's... I, it, yeah, it's, it's not in their top sellers. So you're going to have to go search for it. It is Progress Evolution of Technology. And oh, now this is a game... Again, I mean, gosh, I, I feel like I've talked about several games that came out pre-2015 today. Because this is another one. Maybe this is the one that came out in 2012. So I looked it up. Here's the deal. I mean, this is a another civilization building game that is pretty much 100% just the tech trees. You know, uh, who was okay. it? Rio Grande? They, they made a big splash earlier this year with, yep. is it Beyond the Sun? Which was pretty much just 100% tech trees. Um, right. I, I might be getting that mixed up. But yeah, Progress Evolution of Technology was doing this years ago from designer Andre Novak and NSKN, who has since gone on to merge with Board and Dice. This is effectively a Board and Dice game now, I suppose. But, you know, these days, we, uh, you know, for the last couple of years, we've had an explosion of awesome uh, strategic card hand management games like Funfair or, you know, Terraforming Mars Ares Expedition. Progress feels like one of those games it just came out like a decade ago and i think it was way before its time because i remember at the time people saying what is this a civ game and there's no board pass i'm not interested and <laughs> nowadays you know we're, we're getting all these really cool hot games that are all about oh, i've got my hand of cards i'm gonna have to sacrifice some cards to play other cards but they're gonna combo and create engine building stuff and this game did that wonderfully i think if i recall correctly it played from prehistory up to the victorian era through four ages although you could play three ages if you wanted and um, there's a lot of really cool elements. Like, you've seen the Race for the Galaxy thing in dozens of games, yep. right? The whole, yep. oh, well, if I want to play this card, I guess I'll sacrifice these cards, right? Th- you can do that. Or if like, no, I don't want to sacrifice these other cards. I'll start researching this card. You put it into play. You put a bunch of tokens on it. And over the next three or four or five rounds, it will slowly get built. So, and you, I mean, you could um, have multiple things queued up. So, okay, I know in round three, this thing will finally be in place. So that's when um, it will give me the prerequisite so I can play this other one. And then that's going to combo really well with this you you know the depth of this game is really deceptive um you know you are making plans in round run that will pay off in round five and it's super satisfying another thing that i love about it um you know when you are oh well i'm just gonna discard a couple cards to play this card right 
oh, but you really like this card, don't you? When you put cards in the discard pile and other players go to draw, they can draw from the draw pile or from the discard pile. So that's got that um, Lost Cities vibe of every time I give up something, I might be giving it to you. So I have to be super duper careful. That was another thing. People said, oh, this is a multiplayer solitaire game. I'm like, what game are you freaking playing? I know (laughs) if I discard this writing, that is what you absolutely need for your technology tree. I can't discard it. Or if I'm going to discard it, I better make it part of like three or four cards I discard so I can bury it. So you got to go digging for it. But even then, one of the actions you can do is, oh, you can just take the discard pile, shuffle up and put it on the draw pile and start drawing. There's a lot of really clever ideas. And this game did not get its time in the sun like it deserved. And I believe if it had come out today, it would get a lot more attention in the way that other really cool card games like Funfair, like Terraforming Mars, Ares Expedition and whatnot do. Um, Progress. Evolution of Technology, my number two uh, must-buy game. Wow, that sounds amazing. And yes. again, look at that price, folks. $15, $14.99, off for a game that... I mean, once you said Lost Cities, that that uh, mechanism where yeah. you, know, you, you, may get, you might give it to your opponent or not, that got me immediately interested. Um, so, wow, $15, folks. Another fantastic deal uh, over here. And again, if you spend $80, you get a free copy of Amon Ray. Which we cannot recommend highly enough. I mean, you yep. were excited about it. I played it. I own it. It's a yep. great little card game, too. Uh, yep. One of the uh, overlooked masterpieces from the Dr. Design Reiner Kinesia. Yeah, the good doctor. Masterpiece is okay. a bit strong, but it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Tiger Shooting Freddy's, that's a masterpiece. Lost Cities, yes. that's a masterpiece. But Amon Ray, the card game, is really freaking good. Takes some nice. of the best ideas of Raw. Um, imagine Raw, but you can customize your bidding chips it's really good, good stuff. All right. So much I mean, good stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff here. Again, you get that for free if you spend it. But you're bucks. about to tell us the best thing. The best thing. And this is number one. I I, I was hyped about this game because of you and because, um, I mean, it's, I it, it, was, it was a big hit at Gen Con this year. It's Okay, was it? All right. Yes, huge hit. Um, they go. may have sold out of their allotment. I, I, if not, they were really close to it. Um, I talked to Robert there at Arcane Wonders, and he was really happy with how they did. Yep, there it is, right there. We just gave away a copy. I actually got to play a, uh, uh, finally got to play a game of this right before Gen Con. I uh, from St. Louis, I stopped off in Indi- um, Illinois to go see the Funkhausers. They run board games. Yeah, wow, it was a huge a trip. Busy trip. Yeah, it was super busy, and I'm still tired, but it was totally worth it. They taught me Furnace, and from turn one to the end of the game, I absolutely loved it. It yes. lived up to the hype, and then some. It's easily one of my top ten. I'm going to say top five games of this year so far. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love the engine building. It's like, I want to say it's almost like next level, um, like engine building. Like you know, you have like you know Splendor and stuff like that. And then you have like, you know, bigger, heavier games of like, you know, Terraforming Mars. I think this fits neatly in between those um, as far as engine building and, you know, playing cards. And it's a tight game. I didn't realize how fast it was. It was way faster than I expected. And I love that about it because every turn you have an interesting decision to make. Are you going to go for, I forget the top of the card, you get that um, effect or you can get the bottom of the card. Yeah, the, to, like, I call it the consolation your... prize because you lose the auction. Yes. Well, hey, I get that. I wanted to lose. Oh, thank God you have been yeah. me. If I had yeah. won this thing, it would have destroyed me. Yes. And that's, what so I, high? That, that's like the neatest thing. I, I love how you put oh, that cool. because it's such a neat thing of like, sometimes you want to lose the auction. You know, normally yeah. you think I, I need to win this auction. You know, I always think about like trainings. I need to win this auction for this, this, and this. But in Furnace, it's like, no, you're, you don't always want to win. And there's turns when I didn't want to win any of the auctions. Yeah. You know, I was like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. you know, so you're really, it's a really wonderful game. Um, it was a huge hit at Gen Con this year. I cannot, uh, based on one play, and I know I'm going to be playing a lot more, I'm going to, uh, you know, get a copy in, Michelle. I know this is going to be our jam. It's a mm-hmm, wonderful, mm-hmm, wonderful game. Mm-hmm. That's Furnace from Arcane Wonders. My number one game that I, I would I cannot right disagree now. with that number one. I was a bit hesitant to put on because I already have it. I've, yes. I've, I've been playing it since last year. I had the original German version, or not German, the Russian version. It's phenomenal. What did yes. I say when we were talking about the last time? We've talked about this several times on the show. It's like... We have. It's a design that Reiner Knizia would have done 15 years ago, and it was yes. only just now discovered. You know, back when you know when when amazing things like Lost. I mean, uh, it's a Lost City. It's it's in that realm. It's so yeah, totally. brilliant. Yeah, I can't it, stress that enough, that, folks. Arcane Wonders. I, I, I hope they have a monster hit on their hands because they should. Yeah, they they and I, again we we talk about uh, the good doctor original a few Russian times. publisher Hobby World. Let's not forget them oh, too. Who, who you know who who brought it to us, who nurtured it, and all of that. Yep. Yeah. 
I'm glad that you again mentioned the good doctor because it really did feel like that. It's really tense. Very every turn is like, oh, I don't want to give up that one, but I need it for this. Mm -hmm. How much do I bid? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's got such great tension. And again, just like uh, Kinesis games, it plays so smoothly and so quickly. Uh, Wonderful. I I cannot recommend it highly enough, folks. And right now, you're going to save ten dollars on it at Fun Again Games. It's only thirty bucks, worth every penny, in my opinion. Yep. All right. Well, that All was right. a very good list. I'm very, very happy with that list. I have same to say. here. All yep, right. Yep, yep. So let's move on, folks. We are uh, done with uh, our top ten games we'd buy right now. Let's move on to some Q and A. Yeah, Hopefully folks. Do you have uh, any questions question? for the man? Uh, yeah, my my yeah. number one question. While folks are getting ready to ask questions, what did you bring yeah. back? Because what did I bring? Back? I, I have I brought- not had enough suffering. <laughs> at, at your hands that I now have to turn completely green with all of my jelly. Jelly green is the color of jealousy, right? I'll be yeah. very jelly. What do you got? Show me what yeah, you got. So, so uh, just a uh, so just a quick story here. So I normally fly American Airlines, and you know, like most airlines, you you can take a carry on bag for free with a backpack, and that's it. You have to pay to check bags. I flew out on American. I flew back on Southwest, and why did I fly back on Southwest? Glad you asked, Ruel. The reason yeah. why I flew back on Southwest because they allow two checked bags. So mm-hmm. while I was in Indy. I bought two duffel bags and I filled those up with board games. And I got, I think, around two dozen um, board games I brought back. I was really good, actually. I, I tried not to take everything that I could um, because I didn't want to, you know, because there is a weight limit per bag and I didn't want to go over that. So <laughs> the number one that was, uh, I, I did end up getting Vivid Memories, which you totally oh. sold me on. Yeah, which I cannot wait to play. That's from, from uh, Floodgate Games. I also got um, Parks, which um, Michelle oh, and I love okay. Trails. Yes. Oh, I never had parks. We had trails, but we didn't get parks. Oh, wait, I oh, wait think... no. Parks is the first one, right? Trails yeah, is Parks the is the first one, yeah. Oh, so you're yeah. doing it backwards. All right. We did do it backwards. We, yeah. got, we got the one from our local Target. Uh, we got trails, and then we got. I ended up talking to Keymaster Games. They're wonderful people, and they ended up giving me not only parks, but the new expansion and oh, a nice. play mat. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, I want to shout them out. That, that was so nice of them. I also got – this was one of my favorite parts of the show – AEG had a nice little presentation for content creators, and they brought us in to show all their the new games coming up. I'm telling you, uh, Rado, AEG is knocking out of the park with all their yeah. games. I mean, Kubitos, I don't know if it's still back here. That's one of my favorites of this year. They give us a preview of next year's games, which includes Rolling Heights, another game from John Declare. Okay. And this is crazy. It's got a little thing I've never seen where you actually roll meeples. And how the meeples mm. uh, end up is what you're going to be doing actions. Sort of like Pass the Pigs, but a, uh, a gamer version of it. <laughs> really wonderful. So what they gave, they gave this Rolling Heights, this is like a little swag um, lunchbox. You open up lunchbox and it's got, you know, like a AEG mug. It's got some promos from all of some, for some of their other games. And, oh, it was really, really Did you pick nice up a second copy for, of one of those for me? Um, but, I'm sure if you would have dropped my name, they would have given you one. You know what? That was part of, okay, here's the thing. It was part of the, I had to be careful of the weight limit of the things I was yeah. taking back. So there you go. <laughs> <Damn you. laughs> There's the salt. There's the, the salt. I get, yeah. Yes, the salt there. Um, other games I got, um, so Vivid Mirrors was a big one. I was really uh, super excited about. I finally got a copy of Fire in the Library. I talked to Carla oh. at Weird Giraffe Games, Fire in the Library by Tony Miller. I've always wanted to copy that game. I missed the Kickstarter, but um, she was very kind and gracious and hooked me up with a copy of that. And I am so stoked about that. Um, oh, the big one. And I, okay, I'm going to hear some more salt for How you. many big ones are there? Come on. Luna Capital from Devere Games. Yes. Oh, that's right. I saw you did a live play of that, which yeah. was in my um, top 10 most anticipated of the show. Was I right? Was it excellent? You were. Yeah, I was just talking about top 10 games of this year so far. It's easily in my top 10. Luna Capital wow. is a wonderful, wonderful game. Devere Games, they, they're really putting some great titles out there these days, and that, that's another one. And you know what? Another one you sold me on that I picked up from, from our friends at Panasaurus, The Loop. The Loop was yeah. incredible. It was – I didn't expect that. Uh, the, the looping mechanism is really cool. It's really fun to, like – create it your own so combos simple, but it, it's yeah. such a game changer yeah yeah and it, it's it, it was hard too i we lost our game we were yep, close spoilers. but we lost yeah, yeah spoilers yeah. It, oh, it was it was so now good. here's my question just yeah. so i can i just like can rub salt into my own wounds were they <laughs> handing out the pandasaurus um meeple stickers they were no pan they, they were not the, there the, are, I, mean, I they may have i didn't get one no i did not get one i didn't see okay. them 
Now, yeah. just because I'm so jealous, I'm kind of hoping they were there and you were just dumb and didn't get them. And so now you can feel some self-shame or some self Yeah, there you go. Because that's the only thing I want for my copy of the loop. I want those little stickers to turn my, you know, featureless meeples into cool little versions of Zikazulik and all of that. Right, right. <laughs> and then that's well, one thing. I, it's funny. Now I get that joke. The Zizzlezik. It's I, We have no idea how to pronounce that name. It's Zizzlezik. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. one that starts with a C. To. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a few highlights. That's a few of the things I brought back from Gen Con. Uh, let's uh, check chat. Uh, y'all have any uh, questions? Um, Ashley wonders, well, how are the crowds? I think crowds that's of- a lot of people are really interested in the overall experience, you know, considering, yeah. you, know, you know, masking, uh, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. So the crowds were, it was half the size. So instead of 60,000, you had 30,000. Okay. I personally was very happy with the way crowds were handled. I know there was some pictures on the internet and some folks, they, they shared their opinions. Um, I was there and I talked to Shay. I ran into Shay also from mm-hmm. the art or from the Rado channel. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we both agreed that, you know, 99% of the people we saw were wearing masks the entire time within the halls and even outside when you could take them off most people would keep them on except when they're eating or drinking which was really wonderful to see um the crowds there were times when it uh, you know it felt a little uh too close to each other but me personally i always felt like i had enough room if i saw some people gathering i always had enough room to stay away and walk away and keep at least six to ten feet away so i never had a problem i felt like that was the experience of most of the people i talked to now, could they do things a little better? Of course. Number one, everyone should get vaccinated. We all know that. But, yeah. you know, you could also, I, I feel like there's some things they can improve next year. But given the fact that I feel like this was the best they could do, and I, I thought it was wonderful. I, it was a great experience. And, um, yeah, I, I kudos to the Gen Con staff who, who did their best to uh, make this an event that we could uh, enjoy this year. Excellent. All right. Uh, let me see. Any other questions? Uh, oh, yeah. There's, uh, I think there's a few. Uh, Homer Tino says, Ruel, which booth at Gen Con did you like the best? Um, mm-hmm. I'm very biased because I love the IV Games booth. Um, the reason why I'm biased is because they had two big couches you could just lay, sit there and relax, take a load off. And it was, they were, they were just, it was so relaxing. And Austin and Sam and their team, you could just sit there and hang out. And they had um, multiple demos going of Mythic Mischief, which is almost ending their campaign on GameFound. And I mean, I love that game. I, you know how hyped I've been. And just that lounge, they had a, a TV there. You could just hang out for a few minutes. That was well needed because you know how big that hall is. You know, I put on miles and miles on my feet this uh, this last week. And having the couch there was really wonderful. Now, outside of IV games, I was just talking about AEG games. I thought they're, they had a booth on uh, Gen Con just selling their uh, games. But that thing I was talking about, the content creator thing, that was in their suite across the street on, at the Westin. That was by far my favorite experience as far as uh, talking to retailers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, Monica asks, how many geeky t-shirts do you own approximately? Uh, I'll, I'll leave that to you, Rado. How many geeky shirts do you own approximately? I own pretty much none. Uh, I really? think you're the king of you. I mean, I, I own all these kinds of shirts. I, I own the very okay. serious uh, trying yes. to change the world one small step at a time type shirts. Yes. Um, but uh, so zero for me. How about you? I've I, I can't even I, at least a dozen. Too many I, I don't have that many. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't have that many compared to some people. Um, let's see. Any other questions? Oh, we got Kabuki, a bunch of questions. Uh, asks, yeah. uh, you know, to totally change the subject. Any good non-board game media consumed recently? Movies, TV, books, video games, anything? Oh, I well, this is sort of related to board games. I finally started Red Rising um, because of the board game. The oh, Red the, Red the series of books. The series of books. I, I started like on the plane. Yeah, so far so good. I read maybe the first fifty pages on the plane, uh, the ride out, the flight flight out to St. Louis. Um, you know, I wanted to tell Jamie, "Hey, you inspired me to read this book," and I started, but I haven't. I haven't picked it up again. But hopefully, I will. Um, what about you? Anything consumed recently? Oh, geez. I mean, I, I'm a TV junkie. Um, I'll, I'll I'll be a little controversial, and uh, just get the audience to completely turn against us. Oh, Marvel's What If is the worst thing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am wow, not really? digging it at all. It just is oh. not working for me from start to no. finish. And I love I the original What If comics. So maybe yes. maybe I'm bringing certain preconceived notions to it. But I've really been a little disappointed by it. Although the mm-hmm. new season of Star Trek Lower Decks is fantastic. Of course, okay. uh, I think I got to stay up till midnight tonight because the uh, new Star Wars Vision series is about yeah. to be uh, unleashed upon us. So that looks really, really cool. Disney really- Plus. I'll never get yeah. away from them. Jeez. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm, I haven't watched any What If, but I am going to be watching the uh, Star Wars Visions. Um, 
that that looks really, really oh, and for for total non geek, you know, in, in, in silliness, uh, what do we just Jen and I just watched the first two episodes last night of a new show on Fox called The Big Leap, and okay, uh, oh man, uh, you know, Jen so fell hard in love with that show, and I, I thought it was really, nice. really good too. It's not quite Ted Lasso, but it, it kind of has a lot of really nice Ted Lasso vibes to it, um, okay. which is high, high praise for me. So there's a few nice. Yeah, I just I, I just met someone that worked on the Ted Lasso Lasso show, which is really cool. Wow. Um, yeah. Um, question: What is your earliest movie going experience? Also, what is the first rated R movie? Didn't we talk about this before? We talked about this very thing. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. But uh, we, we, we talked about early movie. Going, I, I, we talked about our earliest ones where we got to go by ourselves, and I yeah. think yours was R rated. Mine was certainly not. Flash Gordon. Yeah. The, the first movie I can actually remember seeing in a theater is some weird little Disney movie. I, it might have been or, or a couple of kids escaping from a mountain. Yeah. That escape got from remade. Which mountain? Like, yeah, escape from which mountain? Which got yeah. remade a few years ago with The Rock. I yeah. think that might have been. It was either that or The Love Bug. Or, you know, <laughs> some early 70s Disney live action film is probably yeah. the first thing I saw in theaters. Same here. Uh, mine was there. And That's I weird. remember I saw the love bug at the drive in theater. That's how long ago. Yes. It was. Oh my gosh. We did the drive ins all the time as a yeah. kid. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'd find um, that very acceptable nowadays. The little tinny speaker hanging from the window. Yeah. Although I guess yeah. these days you do it through your car radio. So that's stereo. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, I, we had mentioned the first R-rated movie I went by myself was uh, Conan the Barbar- Barbarian. And, yeah, that pretty much scarred me for life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, have not played Mobile Markets, have you? No, it's coming. I mean, I'm really yeah. excited for it because it's basic. Well, it's what we were talking about earlier. This idea, take cool big games and microsize yeah. them. That yeah. is Smartphone Inc. Microed. Uh, okay. Called Marvel okay. Uh, mobile markets because you're still making smartphones. You're just making them for a smaller market. I'm really stoked for that because okay. I think Smartphone Inc. is brilliant. So I'm really excited to yeah. see what they do, how they microsize it. Yeah, that's nice. a good one. Uh, we've got to live in Dice LA over on Twitch. Uh, they ask, how often do you switch out the games on your shelves? I notice a few new ones. Um, I don't really have a plan as far as when I switch out mine. It just sort of happens. But yeah, maybe <laughs> once a week or so. Yeah. Yep. Um, I have, I, I just, uh, a few weeks ago, I did a massive call because I sent uh, another 150 or so games down to the Dice Tower West convention in Las Vegas. I basically mm-hmm. donate tons of games to them. So they appear in oh. the library. So folks can get nice. to play some of this stuff. So actually over there off screen, I've got a bunch of empty cubbies waiting to be filled up. And in the process of that, I did end up moving a few things around, but yeah, it's just as it comes up. Um, yep. Yeah, and sometimes I just feel like, I mean, I, I, Dreamscape is fantastic. I just wanted to give it a little bit more love by putting it in the catbird seat right there. If you're looking yep. at my head, you can't stop but look at that. <laughs> I, Merv has gotten a really good spot for quite a while. I think it's time to put something else in that slot. I mean, okay. I think Merv's been getting a free ride. Not that Merv isn't great. It is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's probably time to switch some stuff around a little more. Yeah, Maybe Not- this weekend I'll do a really big swapper yeah, maybe I, I I'll probably I'll follow your lead that because I, I know I've had uh, Kubitos up here. We've seen enough of the Kubitos. We've seen enough of that. I did put Marrakesh out here just because it's an yes. over game, and I I think more people should play it. I, I really mm-hmm. love that game, and you know stuff like Brass I feel like is going to stay here for a while. You know, and you can see Twilight Imperium up there. But yeah, just every now and then. Um, we've got a couple of minutes, folks. We're we're just about done here. Maybe one more uh, question or two. Uh, let's see. Um, oh. Roll row the pro says, How do you call your games? Sell or donate them? Well, I just I just gave oh I mean in yeah. in Malta, what I used to do is I would store them up for a year, and every year at uh at Essen Spiel, there is a huge auction and math trade. And so I would either trade them all away or auction them all away. And so I would fly with like four, you know, Jen and I both went to Essence Field. So we had four gigantic overstuffed suitcases, um, just completely full of games, a year's worth of games to get rid of. And um, actually, oh, no. That, oh, then we pay a little bit more because I would take actually gigantic just cardboard moving boxes and stuff them, and those would go in the hold. So I would be, and uh, I would basically spend probably at least half a day uh, in one place telling everybody, come and find me. I will be at this space for half a day. Come and get this game. That's what I used to do. Um, and I wasn't quite sure what to do when I got back here to America. But ever since I you know, hooked up with Tim, I'm sure you know Tim Medivir. Yep. Uh, yep. You know, great, great Tim's guy. Great. Uh, you know, and, and he runs the Dice Tower West Convention in Vegas. And he said, hey, give me first dibs if you're ever getting rid of stuff. And I'm like, okay, be careful what you wish for. I now have a FedEx freight account. 
because what? I at least <laughs> twice a year now, uh, FedEx, uh, for folks who are wondering, how can I send a gigantic 150 games at once within the continental United States? Go to FedEx Freight. You can get a FedEx Freight box that's literally, I don't know how big. It, what is this? Four feet by four feet by six feet. And yeah. it's free. They give you the box for free. And then you fill it up to the rim. They'll come and take it away. They'll ship it anywhere in the U.S. for like 250 bucks. Wow. And so I'm doing that all the time. Just send them straight down to Vegas. Nice. I, I highly recommend the FedEx freight box. Uh, wow. Just do a Google search for it. It's it's awesome. Uh, I haven't cool. really looked into it. If you, I mean, you probably still get good deals on it for shipping overseas as well, but I haven't had to do that because the Dice Tower West Convention um, is the final destination for a lot of the games you see me cover. Awesome. What about uh, you? One final question. Um, uh, real quick. Uh, oh, for me, Colleen, um, I just yeah, do what do you do? Uh, yeah, friends and stuff like, hey, anyone want this game or do you want to trade or, yeah. Well, local. yeah, you're you're in Los Angeles. I mean, you're you're in um, Board Game Media Central. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm very fortunate here in Southern California that there are a lot of outlets to, to move games. Uh, quick question, final yes. question from Stephen Brown asking, best surprise hit game I played at Gen Con knowing nothing about it before he went. Um, Cuphead, the dice game. Really? Yeah, from the op. I was so surprised. I Okay, really? I'm not familiar with video games. Right, right yeah, yeah. Days. Cuphead apparently is this really popular uh, like side-scroller, like classic video game style. Yep. The Cuphead game, it's just a real-time dice game, but I had a lot of fun with it. I played a couple of practice or demo rounds, and it's quick, and you unlock content. It's like eight different bosses that you go through, and each one has a different deck of cards you're trying to like defeat. Had a lot of fun. It, it's not like it's a really light, um, like popcorn style game, I guess. But I had a lot of fun with it, so that was a surprise uh-huh. uh, hit for me. I'm how about one on more question for, for you? All right, okay. But I got how about one more question for you, Rado. Uh, All right. Can you recommend some stressful games in a good way? That's from our friend Tony A. Stressful games. Yeah. Hmm. Games that make me sweat. First of all, yeah. sorry, I got to add fast rolling dice game wish list. Am I going to give it a three liked? No, I'm going to give it a four thinking about. Which basically okay. kind of says, I don't quite trust you yet, but yep. I, I will look into it more. Um, let's yep. see. What makes me stress? I mean, I love Agricola. I mean, I love games that mm-hmm. punish you harshly if you don't play well, um, which is why I love Agricola. It's why I love Twa. Uh, you know, uh, wh- wh- a few weeks ago, we did games we play right now. I put um, uh, In the Year of the Dragon. Arguably mm. the most stressful game ever in Euro game form because it just gives you, hey, here's all these things that are just going to pummel you from start to finish. See if you can survive uh, the year of the dragon. Um, yeah. Shadowrun Crossfire is a game that many people say is completely unwinnable as a co-op. It's my second favorite game of all time because I love that. I love just how mercilessly it beats you into the <laughs> dirt. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there, there's a couple. Nice. Oh, great calls. Um, I was thinking, like, for me, stressful. I was thinking uh, just because I was talking about the Cuphead game, real time game. Oh, something sure. Something like, uh, yeah, Fuse. Fuse is another like real time. Fuse is so brilliant. Oh my yeah, gosh. I'm like literally drip, dripping in sweat um, with that one. But um, oh, a Kabuki Kid Arboretum is a hardcore stress. I like that. That's a great choice. Arboretum definitely is stressful. Arboretum is so mean. The mean trees, murder yeah, trees. No, no, what, what does somebody call it? Uh, somebody called it murder trees. Murder trees. That's right. The game. Okay. Yeah. All right, friends. Thank you so much for the great questions. I, I really uh, it was fun talking about Gen Con, but also a bunch of other uh, things as well. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for today. Um, Rob, yeah. you want to take us I out? I think we're out of here. We get out of here. No. So uh, thanks as always, folks. We will be back a week from now. No more taking time off. We'll have a new top ten. We'll be giving away that copy eleven. We'll be uh, uh, having new contests. I don't know what. Uh, I know in the near future. We'll be doing another Games of Essen countdown. I don't think that's next week. I think that'll be the following week where okay. we uh, talk about what's coming there. So we'll have to figure... Oh, no. Next week, we'll be doing another Kickstarter. Uh, yeah. Because it's been about a month since we said, hey, here's some cool upcoming Kickstarters. So definitely uh, show up for that uh, because that's always a lot of fun. And I've, I'm going to say thanks to Rel for being the best co-host in the biz. And I also want to say thanks to our sponsor one more time, Fun Again Games. And uh, thanks for watching, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, Bye-bye.